You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 152 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we talk about Beta Lyrae, a variable star that I finally observed and uh, socially awkward happy birthday songs so welcome to the show thanks for tuning in hope you've been having a good day good music monday over there i've been having a great one and uh i was at work and there was uh fortunately things things are getting a little bit better with the lockdown stuff and family visits have been going on outside so residents will go outside and sit you know six feet away from their loved ones and they'll all sit around the table and they'll they'll chat and I was helping some people out today and the visiting family members told me a resident I didn't really recognize and they said, she is 100 years old today, it's her birthday. I said, oh my goodness, can I get you some water? And they said, sure. So that's the only thing I had to offer. So I brought them some water and and then I said, why don't we sing a happy birthday song? So they said, okay. I said, I'm, I'm a little pitchy today, but but you know we'll make it work. They said, oh, well, we are too. So we'll I start off, happy birthday to you. And I realize I have no clue what this lady's name is. And here I am. I'm supposed to be the Goodwill Ambassador. And I don't know what this 100-year-old lady's name is. <laughs> so the creeping sense of dread has come along. And the song is pretty short, you know. And you're like, there's going to be an awkward moment here. What can I do about it? So I'm the only guy there. So my voice is like, well, you know, in, in the movie Elf, when, when they're trying, when the elves are trying to comfort Buddy for not fitting in, they say, yeah, Buddy, you, uh, you're, you're really good at what you do. And, and you bring the choir down a whole octave. Well, that's really what I was. I was like, well, uh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. And I didn't say anything. And they were like, Aunt Betty. I said, happy birthday to you. I said, I don't want to be too familiar right there. I don't think it worked. Sort of like that Faulty Towers sketch. I mentioned the war, but I think I got away with it. <sighs> terribly awkward, terribly awkward, but hopefully it was okay. So pro tip, if you're going to sing somebody happy birthday, make sure you know their name first. <laughs> That's the moral of that story. Then I was out last night looking, trying to find some variable stars. So I've been doing a, a good thing this in the mornings. Instead of reading my phone right away, I try to read a couple of books. I go out, stumble out onto the front porch and a couple of books, and I just finished uh, this book, Observing Variable Stars, A Guide for the Beginner. And this guy, David H. Levy, he's the guy who's discovered a couple of comets, including the one that crashed into Jupiter, and I think it was in 94. Really passionate astronomer, and he loves variable stars. There's many types of stars that vary, and this is kind of a strange thing. We usually think of stars as being constant points of light. And, you know, yes, sometimes they'll go boom, but for the most part, incredibly stable. Some of them aren't. Some of them vary in their intrinsic brightness, and some of them are double star systems, and the dimmer one gets in the way of the brighter one, and it dims it. And So we have all these little cosmic dances going on that we, well, I've never even noticed. This is sort of like you're making friends with the, the doorman. I'm always so busy going to find a weird galaxy in the sky that you forget there's these amazing stars pointing the way. And I, in pre-COVID times when I would go out to uh, 
to try not to embarrass myself too much with some salsa dancing, I got to know the staff pretty good at this one place. And that was so much fun because those were the constant people. Those were the only sort of normal people in the place. And most people just, you know, rush right by them and show them their ID and, and then, you know, go off and do their thing. So getting to know the stars, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. So I, I've been looking a couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking on the show about trying to find this variable star. And so my book, I got these books, Burnham's Celestial Atlas or Celestial Handbook. And, and they're a little bit outdated because they're talking about black holes and a theoretical thing. This is uh, 1979 here, but it's a great book. And I found one and I've been looking at it. And every night I look at it, it's exactly the same folks. So maybe I'm just missing it, but we'll see. Well, finally, I found another one that did vary. Beta Lyrae, so it's the second brightest star usually in the constellation Lyra, and it is a double star system. And the stars are so close to each other, they're 22 million miles apart, which sounds pretty far, but a star is pretty big. This one, the big one is, I think, um, we have it right here. It's not that much bigger than our sun. It is about, where did it go? about 15 si times the size of the sun. And the sun is only 90, only 93 million miles away from Earth. So 22 million miles is pretty close. Apparently their atmospheres are intermingled and they are transferring matter between, betwixt themselves at an incredibly fast rate of 180 miles per second from the larger star to the smaller. And this will eventually reverse when the smaller star gets more stuff then it's going to give it back. The smaller star is more dense than the large star, but it's dimmer. So that's going to flip around and they're zipping around each other. I want to get you numbers here. They said this is the, with the exception of our sun, one of the most studied stars in the sky. And I, I always ignored it. It was a guide mark to see this thing, cool thing called the Ring Nebula, which looks like a space Cheerio in the sky. It's technically a planetary nebula, and it was really cool to look at through the telescope. It looks like a big space eye or something. Um, but they go around each other in only a few hours. Okay, there it is. That took longer than it should have to find it. It's about 13 days they take to go around each other. They're so close, they're sort of pulling on each other, making them oblong. Their atmospheres are intermingled. One of them is surrounded by a big disk of hydrogen, and the whole thing is surrounded by a big shell of hydrogen. And they can tell all this from looking at the spectra and the variance in this thing, in the lightness. So, in the brightness, I should say. So, I just saw last night when the dimmer one was in front of the brighter one. So, it looked dimmer. So, I'm going to check it out tonight and see what it looks like. Pretty darn cool, man. Pretty darn cool. So, I mean, that's been going on for a long time. There are probably about 900 light years away. So 900 years ago, that dimmer one went in front of the brighter one. And I'm just seeing it now. How cool is that, man? Real neat stuff. So I wanted to share that with you that finally, finally got one of those things. And it was nice. I also was looking at some other things and then finally just sat back in my chair after peering through the eyepiece and looked up into the abyss, the infinite, the near infinite, because this is local stuff. Saw the 
gentle glow of Milky Way. The Milky Way is our home galaxy. Cygnus the swan flying down the stream of it. Just beautiful stuff. I was talking to a friend at work today, and she was looking at the sky last night, too, from her room. And we were all done with the music, and I was about to run off to something else. And she goes, yeah, you know, I was looking looking at the sky last night. I couldn't sleep. I said, oh, you all right? She goes, well, you know, lost a friend of mine suddenly. And it just kept me up. I said, oh. So we sat and talked about chapters closing and people passing and the stars that we've seen, Jupiter and Saturn. It's neat how all the science and the mystery of it can all kind of swirl together as we stare up into the night and wonder. Reminds me of a song I used to sing. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> Good song, man. So now, as the stars start to come out this evening and twinkle in the sky, well, let's take some deep breaths, shall we? Go ahead and breathe in through the nose and out through your mouth. Let those eyes get nice and relaxed. Heavy, let all the cares of the day just kind of drift off. Those eyes gently close. And let us begin. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Breathe into your belly. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. And last one. Inhale, one, two, three, Four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Nice job. Wiggle those toes. Open those eyes. And have a great evening over there. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night.